Welcome to Victorious Living. The first step in the process of victory is to recognize the source or the origin of your opposition. We have someone who is against us. There is someone that doesn't want you or me or us to have what Jesus has purchased for us and we, we, we all know his name. It's Satan. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us the process of walking in victory. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the process of walking in victory. And then we find in the Bible, in the process is, my son, attend to my word, incline your ear to my sayings, let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart, for they will be what? They'll be life to you. And so, you know, I'm just encouraging myself tonight as I encourage you that don't get tired of the process. Don't get tired of it. Now, that's one of the things that Satan uses against people, and we call it burnout. I don't know what all the young people call it, but that's what I've always known it as, as burnout. Now, what are they saying? This fallen God, I am burnout. Well, because you know why a person would say that? I, I don't know that any of you have ever done it, but you know why a person would say that? Because they get tired of the process. You know, if you are an athlete, there's a process that you went, went through or that you go through to get yourself in shape to compete in the particular game, sport, or, or whatever. If you get tired of the process and you come to the fight without having gone through the process uh, on, a, on a consistent basis, you might lose. But it wouldn't be God's fault. It would not be God trying to teach you something by what you're going through. We get people, I'm just talking about people, they get tired of the process. And so what do they think sometimes? You know, over a lot, a lot of years, you know, you hear a lot of different stories and so forth. But uh, they, they don't see the value of the process. I've used it a, a lot. I know it still goes true in my mind. You know, Pastor Whitsy bought me a YMCA deal one time. I've told you that probably several times. But he told me, you know, he looked at me and thinking, yeah, you need it. He said, you know, you need a little exercise. So nothing doing but buy me a uh, membership at the YMCA. And so, you know, I saw a sign or something in there. It's, it's, it went something like this. A guy, you know, he's doing this. If you want to be like this, follow the process. And so a lot of times, yeah, I want the blessing of God. I can have the blessing of God, but I got to go through the process. Isn't that right? So there's where people get caught up sometimes and just wanting to rely on God to do everything for them. 
Now, there's one thing that God has done for us we couldn't do for ourselves, and that is what Jesus purchased for us in all of the, uh, what we'll celebrate as resurrection on Easter Sunday. But yet at the same time, even though it took him and him alone to do that, after he come up from the grave, then he's asked us to join together with him in the process of receiving what he died to get to us and what he died to give us. And so sometimes, you know, if you, if you stop to think about it for a moment, uh, you can see then that there is something that we have to do. Not to save ourselves, not to redeem ourselves, but it's something that we must do because we are saved and because we are redeemed. And so there is something you have to do. The preacher can't do it for you, your wife, your husband, your nephew or niece, brothers and sisters, or whomever. There's just some things that nobody can do for you. Now, let me, let me go a little bit in this direction. You cannot depend on other people praying for you all the time. If you're depending on other people to pray you, they may not even remember who you are on Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't mean they totally forget who you are. It doesn't mean that. But they may not even think about you on Wednesday. They may not be, they may not be thinking about you on Sunday. So in a sense, you know, uh, you, you may be removed from their mind for a period of hours or days, sometimes even weeks. So you can't depend on somebody else. Don't call people up on Sunday. Will you pray this through for me? You know what I tell them? Uh-uh. I ain't taking that responsibility. You can't take that responsibility because God hasn't assigned it to you or to me or to anyone. So the process, if we don't follow the process, we can't get someone else to follow the process for us. And so what happens is we sometimes get burned out, burned out. It just happens. Yeah, did you ever, you know, with all this rain tonight? <laughs> now you don't hold up your hand and I'm not going to hold up mine. But did you think, oh Lord, it's raining, man, it's raining hard. I, I don't know, I, I may not, can you all get there tonight? You, you know, just thoughts that come. Don't mean you're a bad person or that a person's a bad person. Doesn't mean that. It just means there's just a little something in the way. And so that it, there it goes with the process. If something can get in the way of the process, he is going to stop us from continuing the process that's going to bring to us what God has already done for us and is waiting for us to claim it. He's waiting for us to take possession of it. And so I have to learn that possession comes by process. It doesn't always come this day, the next day, or the next day, but through the process, it will come because every time I'm in the process, it's moving me closer to it. It's moving me closer to, to what's waiting out there, what, what, was, what was waiting when Jesus arose from the dead, come up from, the, from beneath the tomb and so forth. Whatever he achieves for me, the process is taking me closer and closer and closer to that until I just bump right into it. 
And so you can't let your feelings, and you certainly can't let somebody that doesn't believe this talk to you. You know, if you talk to everybody about certain subjects or whatever, you know, you're going to get misled. You know, you have to pay attention who you listen to. Now, I know we all would agree we need to listen to God. Yeah, but there are some people you don't need to listen to. You don't, you don't, I, I don't need to listen to somebody that's full of doubt and unbelief. I don't, I don't need to hang around with them. Because something's going to rub off on somebody. <laughs> Isn't that right? Something is going to rub off on somebody. So you avoid those types of situations where there's a lot of doubt and unbelief that's permeating in the, the surroundings around you. And that's not being unkind, but it is being kind to yourself. And so we have, to, we have to recognize this. So let me give you just a few steps here. And I won't be long with you tonight. I think the rain's gone, but what? we're just looking for the, for the rain of the Spirit. Amen. All right, the first step in the process of victory is to recognize the source or the origin of your opposition. Now, you know, I don't know how that fits with everybody, how, how what everybody's thoughts or thinking is on it, but uh, we've heard this so much, and sometimes you can hear something so much, you can, you can forget sometimes what you've heard. But we never want to forget, we, we have an adversary. We have someone who is against us. There is someone that doesn't want you, or me, or us, to have what Jesus has purchased for us, and well, we, we all know his name. It's Satan. He does not want us to have what God has purchased for us. So what does he do? He puts up a front. You know, it's kind of like the walls of Jericho when the children of Israel came to the walls of Jericho there was a front in front, a front in front. There was something in front of them that they couldn't get in unless that got out of the way or unless that was removed. So they, they, they were, God gave instructions. How many of you remember what he told Joshua? What did he tell them? What did he, tell? he said, when you get there now, you're here. What did he tell them to do? He told them, now you march around the wall six times and on the seventh time he told them what to do but he didn't tell them I'm going to walk around the wall for you so they had to follow the process but when they followed God's process and did it the way he laid it out in front of them to do and how to do it and what to do on a certain occasion being the seventh time when he laid that out in front of them, he said, now you go do that. And, uh, you know, they could say, well, that's just too hard. I don't know. All the human thought sometimes comes into play. And we have all of these thoughts. But no, they didn't do it. Joshua and the children of Israel, they, they didn't do that. They heard the process and they followed the process. And God showed his power in the process, in their process. He showed his power. 
So if I'm praying to God to do something for me, he said, why don't you do what I tell you to do and I'll show you what I can do for you. And so we sometimes could stand there looking at the wall and not following the process and we'll be standing there when our beard is long and our hair is gray. We're still standing there looking at the wall. Huh? Amen. Thank you for your enthusiasm. <laughs> I'm kidding with you. And so we, we then wonder uh, a year later, six months later, a year later, 18 months later, two years, three years, four. We're wondering why hasn't, something hasn't happened. I know God can do anything. Well, he can't really do anything without our uh, participation with him. He so designed that, that, that my people, my children, if they will work with me together in this and follow my instructions, I'll show the power that they say they believe in. And so if I would ask the question, how many of you believe in the power of God? Every hand in here would go up. And if I say, if you really mean, if you really believe in the power of God, both hands, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so that's not that we don't. It's our hope that today's message, the process of walking in victory, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 17. Today's offer number is 17. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.